From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, January 14th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine is taking extraordinary measures in being prepared for possible violence this weekend and leading up to the inauguration of Joe Biden next Wednesday. Dave James has the details. National Guard troops are already protecting the Ohio State House, but DeWine says the building will also be closed Sunday through Wednesday. But that's not all. I'm also ordering all state office buildings in downtown Columbus to be closed on these four days as well. State personnel will work from home or work from other assigned places. The FBI says it is concerned about armed protests at state capitol buildings across the country over the next few days. Dave James, in News. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan is the ranking member of the U.S. House Judiciary Committee, meaning he led the defense of President Donald Trump during the debate yesterday that would lead to him being impeached for a second time. Yolanda Harris has more from the Republican. He's one of the president's biggest supporters, so as expected, he fiercely defended the president. I said this last night, I do not know where all this goes, and this is frightening for the country. We should defeat this rule, and we should defeat the impeachment resolution when it comes up. Well, Jordan represents areas including Lima, Bell Fountain, and Sandusky. He has refused to acknowledge Joe Biden won the election fairly. I'm Yolanda Harris. In the most bipartisan impeachment vote in U.S. history, 10 Republicans joined all of the Democrats in the U.S. House in voting to impeach President Trump for a second time. Their Republican colleagues in the U.S. Senate will now have to decide whether to remove the president. One of those Republican senators with a decision to make is Ohio Senator Rob Portman. He put out a statement saying, in part, quote, If the Senate proceeds with an impeachment trial, I will do my duty as a juror and listen to the cases presented by both sides, end quote. He also mentioned it was important that President Trump stated that violence of any kind is unacceptable to try to fend off any more riots. Reports indicate a Senate trial on the impeachment charges may not take place until after Joe Biden's inauguration, but the U.S. Senate could still vote to disqualify Trump from ever holding public office again. Researchers at OSU Wexner Medical Center say they were looking for strains of the coronavirus reported in places like the UK or South Africa when they discovered a unique variant in Ohio-based samples. Krista Frost has more. They believe this version of the virus originated from a strain already within the states. So far, they've only found one case of this, but it's not their only finding. A second variant contains three gene mutations of the virus, which they've never seen. As of Wednesday morning, doctors at Wexner say they've seen about 20 cases of that second variation, leading them to think it could be more contagious. Doctors say they understand that sounds alarming, but want others to remember viruses mutate often, and this is no indication our new vaccines can't fight them. Reporting in Columbus, Krista Frost. The state's largest school district, Columbus City Schools, announced plans yesterday to begin transitioning back to the classroom next month. Yolanda Harris reports. Starting on February 1st, students in grades K through 3, special needs students in pre-K through 12, and career and technical programs will transition to a blended learning model. And then on February 8th, students in 4th and 5th grade will begin blended learning. Students in grades 6 through 12, well, they'll remain remote until transportation needs are worked out. Superintendent Dr. Talisa Dixon says parents can be assured that every safety protocol recommended by health experts will be in place. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Columbus Education Association says it wants vaccines available to all returning employees before they return to blended learning.
A member of the state school board, who is the chair of the Lorain County Tea Party, is under fire for attending the chaotic rally in Washington last week. Andrew Horansky has the details. Kirsten Hill is speaking out about her role last week in organizing a bus trip to Washington. Distancing herself from the deadly riot, she writes, My participation at the event consisted of listening to President Trump's speech, walking to the Capitol, praying at a street corner along the National Mall, and waving my American flag in support of our great country. It comes after the Ohio Board of Education, on which she serves, opened an inquiry, and the president of the Ohio Education Association said he's deeply disturbed. I'm Andrew Horansky. The state is reporting claims for both initial and continuing unemployment have jumped amidst the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Dave James reports. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says today that Ohioans filed more than 37,000 initial jobless claims last week. That's a 26 percent jump over the previous week and the highest number of weekly claims in a month. Another 278,000 Ohioans filed ongoing claims last week. That's slightly above the figure for the week before. Dave James, I went in news. A Cleveland mother is convicted of trying to murder her six-year-old son. Michael Kelly has the coverage. Prosecutors in Cuyahoga County outlined a nearly six-month span where 27-year-old Dashay Watkins beat the boy in the head with a broom, smothered him with a pillow, and even tried drowning him in a bathtub, sending video to the child's father who went and took custody. That incident sparked investigation after the child's aunt turned Watkins in. The Cuyahoga County Department of Child and Family Services says Watkins claimed she was pregnant, frustrated, and felt alone. She pled guilty to a bevy of charges, including attempted murder on January 7th. The judge is sending her to a court psychiatric clinic ahead of sentencing scheduled for February 11th. Michael Kelly, ONA News. Ohio's top law enforcement officer held a conference today to help survivors of human trafficking from across the country. More from Yolanda Harris. Attorney General Dave Yost is hosting a summit to help educate those who come in contact with the victims and how to best help them. Task forces we have operating around the state are going to be equipped to do better work to, until the day comes that we can actually say that no human being is bought or sold in Ohio. During the third week of October, more than 50 law enforcement agencies collaborated on Operation Autumn Hope. That was a comprehensive effort aimed at breaking the cycle that fuels sex trafficking. I'm Yolanda Harris. Five miners died in U.S. coal mines in 2020, an all-time low mark for an industry in a year that saw continuing declines in production as electric providers move away from burning coal. Karina Nova reports. Kentucky and West Virginia each had two coal mining deaths last year, and there was one in Pennsylvania. The Federal Mine Safety and Health Administration, which tracks the deaths, says the previous low in yearly coal deaths was eight in 2016, and there were 12 last year. In 1920, the nation had more than 2,200 coal deaths before machines replaced manpower underground. Karina Nova, ONN News. And former Ohio State football coach Urban Meyer may be about to take the plunge into the NFL. Dave James explains. Following the dismissal of general manager Dave Caldwell in November, the Jacksonville Jaguars fired head coach Doug Marone last week. Armed with a number one selection in the NFL draft in April and money to take on higher quality players, the two vacancies figure to be among the most coveted in the NFL. ESPN is reporting that Meyer and the Jaguars appear to be getting closer to an agreement. Dave James, I went in news. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network.
This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.